Welcome to Audio of the Divine Principle, a daily reading of the Divine Principle, which is the core text of the Unificationist community. Section 7.2 The Progress of History and the Age of the Prolongation of the Providence of Restoration. Section 7.2.1 the Providence of Restoration, and the History of the West. The Roman Empire, which had persecuted Christianity, finally knelt before the crucified Jesus in the 4th century and adopted Christianity as the state religion. Nevertheless, the original providential role of the Roman Empire, which had unified the ancient world around the Mediterranean Sea, was to lay the foundation for Christ's kingdom on earth. Had the Jewish people believed in Jesus as the Messiah and united with him, the Roman Empire would have been won over by Jesus during his lifetime. Jesus would have been honored throughout the empire as the king of kings. He would have established a worldwide dominion with Jerusalem as its capital. However, because the Jewish people disobeyed, Judea was destroyed and the Roman Empire was fated to decline. After a century of barbarian invasions, the Roman Empire came to an end in 476 AD. In this manner, the center of God's providence of restoration shifted from Judea, the land of God's bitter grief, to Western Europe, formerly the territory of the Western Roman Empire, now occupied by the Germanic tribes. Accordingly, the spiritual providence of restoration based on Christianity had been conducted primarily in Western Europe. Only in Western Europe has the history of this era progressed strictly according to the pattern set by God's providence. The history of Christianity in Western Europe provides us with information about the events which shaped the age of the prolongation of the providence of restoration. Section 7.2.2 The Mutual Relations Between Religious History, Economic History, and Political History To enable human beings to rule both the spirit world and the physical world, God created them as dual entities of spirit self and physical self. Had human beings not fallen, the spirit self and physical self would have reached perfection together. The spiritual intellect and physical intellect would have joined in complete harmony during earthly life. After human beings fell and became ignorant of both the spiritual and physical worlds, God worked to overcome spiritual ignorance through religion and physical ignorance through science. Religions have helped fallen people gradually overcome their spiritual ignorance by stimulating their latent original mind to activity. They have been teaching people to focus their lives on the invisible, causal world of God. Since not everyone feels an immediate need for religion, only a few exceptional people attain spiritual knowledge rapidly. For the vast majority, spiritual growth remains a slow process. We see this from the fact that even today, with religions widespread throughout the world, people's spiritual level is often no better than that of people in ancient times. On the other hand, everyone is familiar with the findings of science, which have greatly enhanced our knowledge of the physical world. Since science deals with practical matters, everyone feels a strong need for it. Thus, the increase in humankind's knowledge of the physical world has generally been more widespread and rapid. Furthermore, while the objects of religious study are in the intangible, transcendent world of cause, scientific research examines the tangible, material objects in the world of result. Hence, to this day religion and science remain theoretically irreconcilable. Moreover, because Satan, who holds sovereignty over the universe, attacks and corrupts people through their life in the world, religions teach one to deny the world. As such, religions cannot easily harmonize with science, which seeks to improve life in the world. 
We know that in the beginning, God created the physical body of human beings before imbuing them with inner spirit. The providence of restoration, which is a work of recreation, follows the same pattern from the external to the internal. From this providential perspective, it is evident that during the course of development, religion and science are often at variance, even in conflict. The same discord is found in the relationship between people's religious and economic life. Like science, economic activities deal with the practical world. Indeed, economic progress bears a close relationship to the development of science. Accordingly, religious history, based on the internal development of God's providence, and economic history, based on the external development of His providence, have taken divergent directions and have progressed at different rates. Therefore, to grasp the progress of history in the West, which has followed the pattern set by God's providence of restoration, we must examine the history of Christianity and Western economic history separately. As with the relationship between religion and science, religion and economy are related in that they are responsible for restoring the internal and external aspects of fallen people's lives. Although religion and economy, like religion and science, seem to develop at variance with each other, they are related in the life of society. Thus, there has been some mutual influence between the history of Christianity and economic history. Religion and economy are integrated with our life in society through politics. Especially in Western Europe, politics has sought to connect economic development, which has closely followed the progress of science, with the path of Christianity, which has often lacked a clear sense of its providential direction. Western political history has pioneered a path through which to harmonize religion and economy. Therefore, to accurately grasp the progress of history as it moves towards the goal of the providence of restoration, we must also investigate separately the history of politics. 